Welcome to the Empowered Empath Podcast. My name is Ashley Jones, and I'm an energy mentor and plant medicine practitioner. My goal with this podcast is aiding you in your own discovery of finding the tools you need to pass down a prodigy, provide you with the prep work to shatter old belief systems, and to teach you to establish new foundations to lead yourself and the collective into a new level of consciousness where we can rewild and redefine the definition of what it is to be an empath. Let this podcast guide you to the new era of empaths that epically pave the way of their own healing so together we can each establish and own our own creator power and bear witness to the new age through healing and manifestation. Welcome to the new awakening. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Empowered Empaths. As usual, it's great to have you guys here if you are listening. I am joined here by a lovely old-time friend of mine, Alicia. We went to college together and she's going to take a hot second and introduce herself and we'll tell you a little bit about what the episode's going to be about. Hi there, everyone. I'm Alicia. I'm the founder and creator of Daily Organics and um, I've been doing that for the last, oh goodness, six plus years now. And I'm excited to talk to you about entrepreneurship and the battles, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as connect with like-minded people who have questions or who would like to know a little bit more about entrepreneurship and going into the, basically, we're going to talk more about the difficulties of entrepreneurship more than the positives because there's always positives but when it comes to entrepreneurship we forget that there is the there is a dark side so look forward to chatting with that with you with that Ashley awesome and yeah you know what I really love that because like you said a lot of people are just about the light and everything and if anybody knows me if they know who I am as a business owner as well I'm like okay now we're gonna expose that shadow side and really um befriend and like expose it to people because a lot of the times we're just like okay no we have to be this picture perfect in a box kind of person and that's all we're about that's the only thing that uh, we allow people to see and the nice thing now about being an entrepreneur is people want to see behind the scenes they want to see who you really are um underneath it all they want to know you know like am I relatable to you can I be an entrepreneur myself and how can I be that as an empath or a highly sensitive person in a world that is you know fast-paced or a world that really isn't you know super sensitive to our sensitivities should I say but, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's amazing that you've been doing it for six years. I'm so excited to um, like just be a part of your journey in the sense of just like hearing about it all and everything. That's it, it's just absolutely incredible. And like we said, we went to college together. So we've kind of seen, you know, each other build from the ground up. And um, so as I was saying, we're, we're going to expose more so of the, um, the gloomier side of things. And um, as of like as an entrepreneur, you know, we know you're very successful. You've been featured in magazines, you know, you work with, you know, like subscription boxes all over the world and everything. I've tried your products. They're absolutely amazing. They're affordable. They're great. Like you've built that brand like superiorly, shall we say. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, You're welcome. But um, like for you, what does it look like getting there? Oh, it was not easy at all. I mean, if I was to sit here and say to you, oh my gosh, it's been the best six years of my life. Oh my goodness. You won't even believe it. I would be completely lying through my teeth. Um, I think when I first started it, 
I had quit a really like good full-time job. Like it was secure, mm. uh, reliable. Mm. I had something to go to every day. Um, and I just quit. I walked away and mm. I didn't know what Delia would become. I, um, I basically dove with both feet in, not sure if I was going to drown or if I was going to hold myself up and, you know, swim. And yep. I think the, the, that's the best thing. And who I am as a human being is I love risk. Um, I love being uncomfortable and this past six years, it's been very uncomfortable. Um, this last year, you know, 2020, yes, sure. It took off a little bit more. It was still uncomfortable. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that, that, you know, I worked harder last year than I did any previous year, because at the same time, I'm the one paying my paycheck. I don't, I don't clock in and out every day. Um, I don't, I'm not punched in at nine. I don't punch it out at five. I'm punched in all the time. And that's, that's the biggest challenge that when I started, I didn't realize, um, I knew it'd be hard. I knew, you know, I thought maybe, oh, hey, like maybe, maybe I'll have more free time. No, <laughs> no, people get the wrong perception. I think of entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur going out on your own. They think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have way more freedom. I'm going to be able to do everything that I never got to do when I was working my nine to five. I have more flexibility. No, it's not like that. You're working around the clock. You're answering emails at midnight. You're, you're prepping your day. Like there's days where I don't go to bed till two o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that's made a lot harder now because I'm back in school. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's kind of a blessing in disguise because I do get to do what I love to do. It's a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. um, and it out all the good days it makes up for all the bad days in a sense, but I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today without that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it, it's, it's crazy because like, you know, you, you said we kind of have like that, that, um, idea that it's just like, okay, this is black and white. This is how we're doing it. You know, I have all this free time and everything and you really need to be on all the time in a sense. And but you also need to be on too with like your self-care, your mental health and everything. It's not just, you know, um, black and white there too. Um, especially um, as, stop playing with the stuff, cat. <laughs> um, but um, we, um, we have to be um, on all the time with our mental health, taking care of ourselves. You know, um, we have to fit in that daily alignment, whether it be, you know, five minutes of conscious breathing, meditation, you know, just stepping out, screaming outside a little, um, you know, running outside, putting your feet in the soil and regrounding. And, um, you know, a lot of the times, like we were just saying before we even started recording, like I was like 2.5 seconds away from having a mental breakdown and, you know, I'm not even full time yet. So it's like, we, we, we challenge ourselves in so many different ways when it comes to entrepreneurship, but there's so much growth. It's, and like, that's the beautiful part of it. And like you said, you will change 
um, sorry, you will trade one of your worst days for your best days any day, like, you know, and it really makes up for it. Like your, your best days, like you wouldn't be in it if you didn't love it, whether it be part-time, full-time, whatever. And we're here to, to be healers, whether it be through skincare and taking care of yourself in that way, or we're here working with other people's energetics. And, you know, like, as for me, like, I love seeing your posts because like, you're not just like somebody who's like, oh yeah, take care of your skin, do this, do that. Like you need this kind of formula. Um, you make sure you're using organic this and that. No, you're there and you're like, okay, well, you know, when you do the personal work, when you do the personal growth and it just shows so well through your posts and everything. And it's like, yes, like that's, that's why I love you as an entrepreneur because you're, you're humanized. You're, you're like, you're mortal. There's no, like nothing about you that it's like, oh no, I can't relate to her. You're literally like you share with us what you're going through. And it's like, oh my goodness, thank God. Like we can relate to her. Thank goodness. We know like she sometimes struggles and like you just put that out there and not too many people do that I mean they're starting to but there's still like this whole like I need to wear a mask here and there and when you do that like your mental health isn't going to keep up we need to know that like when you go through something when you're struggling in entrepreneurship that everybody does it like you know I remember like years ago I did a reading um when I wanted to do entrepreneurship and like own my own business and somebody was like oh, well, it's going to start off slow for you. And I was like, oh my God, like, I just want to get up and go. And it's like, but why do I need to be fast paced with something I love? When I get paid for doing a service or selling a product or whichever, um, I'm, uh, it's okay, buddy. Leave the dog alone. Kids gotta love them. (laughs) Um, But when we, when we, when we do those things, when we sell and um, provide a service or a product or whatever, when we get paid for that, or somebody, you know, invites us to provide them with a service or some kind of skincare or something, that's a bonus to us. We just get to do what we love and somebody sending back their energy through payment or whatever, or working with us or buying our products. That is them giving us a bonus. Like, it's like, yeah, like that's the way of the, the universe, re, like repaying us for loving us what we do because everything else is a bonus to what we're already loving and doing. So it's like, why rush when you need to do something that you love? Um, and when you're building it for something that you want to, you know, last again, like what what's the rush, right? Um, so for your mental health, um, do you feel like you're doing like anything, um, like, because you said, you know, like you go to bed at 2 PM or anything like that. Like, what do you do to kind of keep your head on your shoulders? You know, like, obviously, yes, you can delegate things, but like at, at the end of the day, like you are in a sense, like a sole proprietor, like, so it's like, yeah. like who's backing you up kind of thing. If you're not going to back yourself up. So the thing it's, it's funny that you asked that because it's, it's a, it, I struggle. I struggle with it a lot. Um, you know, I, I'm very anxious. I'm a very anxious human being. Um, I feel, I feel a lot. I'm a, I'm deeply sensitive. So it, it, it's a challenge in a way where I can't shut my brain off. So I overthink everything, everything in life. I overthink, but I think the reason why I overthink everything is because I've I've had to for so long, I've always had to be two or three steps ahead in my life, whether that's um, personal friendships, relationships, I've always had to make sure that I was going to be okay. If things were to 
come tumbling down. And that's how I've trained myself. It's like, okay, like be prepared, be prepared in your workday, have things laid out. And yet, you know, sometimes, you know, people think overthinking is like a bad thing. But for me, I look at it as a positive because I've already thought about, I've already thought about the what if I've already thought about, okay, if this goes wrong, this is how I'm going to fix it. Or if this goes right, perfect. This is how I can better it next time. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. So you kind of have to be in that mindset and you have to plan and you, you always have to be on. And in terms of mental health, I'm not going to lie. There's days where I'm like, I, I physically like, can't think about this. And at the end of the day, the way that I pull myself back out of that is Alicia, who's paying your paycheck, who's paying your bills. And then at the end of the day, it's like this, like aha moment where you're like, get your shit together, Alicia. Like, what the hell are you doing? Kind of thing. So in a way it's, I hold myself accountable for every possible Mm, thing um, that that I do. Um, I am not afraid to admit when I've been wrong. I'm not afraid to grow. I'm not afraid to be uncomfortable in situations. Because the thing is, if you, if you're constantly comfortable, like give me here, here, Ashley, have you ever in your life or know anybody in your life? Cause I do who are content with being in their comfort zone, who, (laughs) who can sit there and say, no, I, I really love my nine to five. I really love coming home, knowing dinner's on the table for me. I love coming home, sitting in the same exact spot every day. And I love the same route I take to work. Like there are a lot of people in our lives like that. Right. So it's true though. Yeah. But like, I know I wouldn't be, but yeah. uh, Like for me, it's for me, my question to them is like, what, why don't you want to step outside your comfort zone? And it always, always, always comes down to, I don't know where to start. I'm scared. I don't know what's on the other side. And it's like, I like being comfortable, but that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, if those people want to become entrepreneurs or they want to do something, they're setting themselves up for failure Mm -hmm. because they're not willing to take a different route to work. They're not willing to get lost. They're not willing to challenge their brain and they're not willing to be uncomfortable. And if that's something about life that I love is I love being uncomfortable. I love being vulnerable. And I, I think that's why, where I am the way, or I think that's where I am today is because I'm not afraid to be open and transparent and say it and say what I feel and say what I want. And I think Mm -hmm. that's like biggest key is you got to know what you want. It gets you very far in this life when you can say, this is what I want. This is how I want it done. If it's not going to get done this way, or if it's not what you want, see you later. I'm going to try a different way. And you just keep trying. Yeah. And I I think that's so huge because like, you're, you're so right. Like so many people, like, you know, I, I literally, (laughs) I love my clientele, but I will tell them like, if you're not ready to jump off the hamster wheel, then forget it because again, it's totally fine. Like I am here for you. I will support you Mm -hmm. if you 
want to live in that comfort zone, but I'm not going to be a mentor for you. I'm not going to like, you know, like if you want that shop, my products don't shop my services, you know, because yeah. like I am like, if you're ready, like we're, we're going to grind, we're going to expose things. You don't want to like be seen. We're going to go back all the way in your inner child. We're going to get you so uncomfortable. We're like, you know, like my partner, she makes fun of me all the time because she's like, I'm like, I hate shadow work. And she's like, isn't that what you literally like teach people like working with their subconscious? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I hate it, but like, I still do it. I still make myself hell of a lot of uncomfortableness. Like I pack it on deep and you know, it's because like, if we don't, like if I, if I could explain how much I have grown in the last like two and a half, three years of my business, then it would be insane. Like I can't even map it out because it's like you grow with your business. Like, and that's how businesses become who they are. Like that's how entrepreneurs are who they are because they're not afraid of growth. They're not afraid of change. And, you know, like, um, like, don't get me wrong. I love working at my job and I love my crew and everything like that, but that's not where I want to be. Right. And that's um, okay. And that's okay. Yeah. And let, let me, yeah. let me sidebar this, Ashley. I don't yes. mean to interrupt you here, no, but by all means, but when you say you're working there and you've got a great system and you've got great coworkers, believe me, when I was, it was probably 2017, 2017, I got a job at Starbucks. I became yep. a shift super at Starbucks and I was still running Delia, but the whole idea of it for me was I would rather have a job. Like I would rather work somewhere. I'm not ashamed. I will work. I've done so many jobs. I've got oh, so yeah. much experience of different types of jobs under my belt. However, that set me up for the life I have now. Mm -hmm. When I was at Starbucks, it allowed me to continue to work with Delia and have the balance, but it also helped me support the, my life and helped yep. me pay my bills. So I think a lot of people when at the same time, they want to jump out on their own, but then there's like a little bit of shame. Like there's a little shame over their head where they're like, oh, okay, well, I don't know if I want to go back to a nine to five because then I'm technically not an entrepreneur. Yeah, you are like, mm -hmm. like it's okay. If you have to go and supplement your income somewhere else, like there's no shame in For that. Sure. Like there's no That's shame. Awesome. Like you've got to support yourself. Nobody's mm -hmm. there to save you. You have to save yourself. And I think people yep. need to realize like no one's coming to get you. I made a post. <laughs> nope. I, nobody is. You have to come and get yourself. And yep. And that's, that's like kind of like the aha moment where it was like, okay. And then when you feel like you're going to be okay, when you feel like you can put all your energy into your side hustle, mm -hmm. go jump, but don't be, don't be afraid if you're like, oh, you know, I might have to get a, I might have to get a part-time job now because you know, things are slow and, and you know, it's, it's, that's okay. <laughs> it's yep. fine. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. And I think people need to realize there is nothing wrong with having two or three things on the go nope, nope. if anything uh, that's gross yep and I think it's it's balanced too right because like like for me um you know we were talking about like being an entrepreneur and hustling and stuff like that yeah but for me like I know my energetics very well it's something I study it's something I teach on and for me like 
I need slowness. And that's why like I run the business I run is because I can literally go outside and I can teach foraging like, oh, look at this mushroom I found. And like, you know, and teach you how to work with it, teach you how to like make a tea out of it or a tincture or whatever. And, but like, that's how, that's like something I absolutely love to do. That's my stillness. And that's how I get away from being in the nine to five world, but still, you know, hustling and loving what I do, but not having that mentality that I hustle and grind all the time. It literally grind, like, sorry, grinds me, uh, grounds me into loving what I do. And that's how I like basically keep my head on because if I didn't, then, you know, I wouldn't be doing what I love, but you know, and it's so true. And like you said, it bounces back to personal growth. And I just, I absolutely adore how much growth you have really brought in yourself and your company and it's not like yes you're very welcome yes like money and everything and like that the the ability to be in magazines and other stuff like yes in a materialistic world that is absolutely fantastic but just seeing like the the care and the humanness behind your brand and the 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 partnerships and like the service that you're providing people is just astounding. Like it's absolutely beautiful. It's not just about the material figures and everything like that. Like we said, it's really just you like making others feel heard. And that's just such a beautiful business to have behind you. And I'm just so proud of you for that because Thank it really you. reflects, you're welcome. It really reflects on you and it reflects on your own personal growth as well as your business. And like I said, it's just absolutely amazing. But like you said, you didn't get there not necessarily easily, but like you didn't, like you, you know, um, you're not afraid to, to expose the, the darker sides and befriend it. Yeah. And I think, I, I think I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. Like Delia in a way saved me. Um, because at the time, so going back to the struggles, like for the first three years, first three years of Delia, like nothing like you I was making nothing um it was all it was all going back in investing back in but I wasn't mad about it but also too you have this like preconceived notion of (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna start something you're gonna be you're gonna make money right like that right that right like off the bat no big deal you're gonna be busy no it didn't happen um and then then I got hurt that's when I went through um I had spinal surgery. That's where it was kind of my life kind of took a pause there. And where I had to actually ask myself, like I wasn't allowed to go. My doctor wasn't letting me go back to Starbucks. And at that time I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do? I'm single. I'm living on my own. I have bills to pay. And I'm kind of like, Oh, what am I like? What the hell am I going to do? And as I'm laying in the hospital bed, before they even decided to do surgery. So I was in there for a week. I remember picking up my cell phone and this is where, this is where I tell you, you are always on. I was on my cell phone in excruciating pain, trying to find business. And literally I was pouring myself out (laughs) to find companies to partner with for subscription boxes. And that's where the subscription box idea was born for me. And thank goodness, one box company that I partnered with, it's called Love Goodly, still a partner today with them, very close with them. They put an order in and I knew when I got out of that hospital that I would be okay. 
But there was a moment where I'm like, I don't even know if I can even do Delia. And I don't even know if it's going to succeed. And in that moment, that was, I think that was my rock bottom, that, that moment. And I think that if I dissect that more, which I have, it was kind of, that was my wake up call. And that was where it finally pushed me to be like, no, that way, like the fork in the road, stop going down all the other prongs, go this way. Right. And so I embraced it and I'm, that's, that's where I am today. Now it's just mostly just learning to put boundaries on myself and to say no sometimes. And (laughs) yep. Don't we all need that? Don't we all need that? We do. We do. Um, I'm not good. I'm not good with setting boundaries in a sense because I love opportunity. I love the idea of sharing my products. Um, so I have a hard time saying no when I should be because <laughs> I get too overwhelmed and I get too busy. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I can do this. And, and it's basically going back to the, when you said the money thing, right? People just want to make money in the materialistic world. For me, I don't look at it as at the money, like the money's not a, the biggest thing for me. Um, it's the feeling that I get every day where I can wake up and I do everything. Like I can do what I do and I'm happy. I'm really, really, really happy. And I'm very grateful that I get to do this because, because I was told a lot of times I wouldn't be successful. I would, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't. So I think that challenged me more to be like, yeah, in your face kind of thing where it's like, I'm tired of being told my whole life, you're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. Um, and I just embrace that. I kind of channel like the shit talk people say, (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful when people are like, I'm so proud of you. And you know, I love what you're doing because that fills my heart. Like that to me is like, I love that. Like I take that to heart when people say that to me, um, especially very close people to it in my life and the ones that are very important to me, but it's the ones who bully me and who have taught, you know, made me feel so small and like the dirt on the bottom of their shoe. They're the ones who have made it possible for me to be where I am. Yes. And I love that so much. <laughs> I love it so much. And it's so funny because like we have very similar stories in that sense. Like, you know, um, I was always told like with the learning disability and everything, you know, you're not going to be smart enough. Are you sure you can take this in school? Are you sure going to be able to, you know, make anything, you know, like, and like, I, I get a lot of grief too. Like, oh, you have a child, like your child should be getting all your focus. Well, part of the reason why I'm doing entrepreneurship for myself is because it's going to trickle down and it's going to save my son somewhere you know like maybe it's going to save for his college or if he wants to take over or whatever his heart desires you know and 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 it's literally a ripple effect when we say yes to ourselves it allows others to say yes to themselves whether it be entrepreneurship whether it be getting uncomfortable whether it be taking those risks whether it be like oh my gosh, yes, I'm an entrepreneur or yes, I work a nine to five job, but I need a mental health break. Like we literally are part of the ripple effect. And it's just such an amazing thing because even though we do not necessarily two very opposite um, entrepreneurship careers or jobs, but because they can be very linked together, but at the same time, like we're still 
giving people permission to take care of themselves as an entrepreneur, but as well as a customer or consumer or a client, right? And I I just think it's so powerful when we can say like, yep, um, I I checked the mental health box, I checked the struggle box, I checked the personal growth, and now you can do it too. And For sure. You know, and um, it's not always like, it's not always a clean slate on everything. And, you know, there's days when I have to take a second when I'm like, you know, like people, like I, I literally had to take a mental health leave from my job because I was doing too much. And that's my energy is not like other people's energies. Like what, like some people can do eight to nine hours a day, grind, no problem. If I do that, pardon me, I get burned out really easily. So like for me, for my business, I can get done in four hours, what most people take to do in nine hours, but I get it done. And I'm like, I don't know how I do it, but it's just how my energy is made. And, you know, um, obviously we know different people make the world go round, but at the same time, like we're all connected and, you know, it's okay to take a breather, to pause, to say yes to yourself and say no to others or say no to yourself. Like, no, I can't do that right now. I'm not capable, but knowing you're still going to survive you know, and knowing your business is still going to survive or that your job's going to be there. Like a lot of the times we have like this hustle and grind mentality that like, if we don't do something right away, it's not going to be there. And, you know, um, if, if you want to work, you know, at a coffee shop, whatever, all the power to you. But if that's not for you, I totally support you. And I, like, I support the people that, you know, want to say yes to themselves. We're not meant to, like for the energetics in the collective, we're not meant to just grind all the time. And, you know, there's a difference between our kind of grind when we do a grind for what we love versus a grind for somebody else who's calling the shots for us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, um, they're like going back to the whole grind thing. It's, it's pressure, right? You put pressure on yourself because you you're again, you're the one paying yourself. You're the one who is supporting yourself and paying your bills. Right. So you have nobody to rely on. And in a sense, you kind of have to grind in a way, but, but you're right. Like there is like society now it's all, it is, it's frowned upon if you take a break and, and that's like, we, we can't, we can't become, we can't do that anymore. We can't become that society where it's like, we have to allow ourselves time. We have to allow ourselves a break. Like so many times I've burnt myself out and because I, because I have a hard time stopping and it's because you get into this grind mode and you're in overdrive and there's days where, yeah, I'll burn myself out and it'll trigger a migraine or it'll, you know what I mean? And then I'm sick. And then I can't get out of bed for a few days. Like it's, it's physically, physically draining. And so like you say, you, you have the ability to go out into nature and, you know, still work with products of nature. And for me, my biggest thing, and I'm sure you've known if you, you follow me and you see, and I'm always outside. Yep. I'm, I'm getting lost in the middle of nowhere. And for me, that's partially because it's kind of tapping into my childhood, you know, Mm. living out in the country and, and being outside. And, and that's the thing for me with technology. Um, well, you know, I'm, I hate it. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm not, I'm not very good with that. I'm only good. Like I'm a beginner. I'm still a beginner stage and I know yep. the world's going more tech, but I actually am not mad at myself for that because I don't have yep. that feeling where I need to be attached to it every day and I can walk yep. away from it. Um, and I do, I want to disconnect. And when I'm outside, when I'm in the middle of nowhere, where nobody can find me and I'm there with my thoughts, the quiet birds chirping, I'm happy. Like it's, it's a different kind of boring if you think about it, but it's a good boring. Yeah. And it's clarity. And that's what I use it for. And for me also too, driving, do you ever get that? that, Like, I think, honestly, I think it's an Ontario, like, I honestly think it's like a, a, an East coast Ontario thing because we have to drive like a long period of time to even get anywhere when you're in the country. Um, so it's something I grew up with, but even here, like for me, I can hop into the car and drive for four hours to some random place and I'm happy. Give me a coffee, give me some good tunes, throw some oldies, some nineties on there and I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm laughing because of the synchronicity because me and my partner were literally just talking about this yesterday. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so true. Like you just, you have to get out there and whether it's, you know, the music, whether it's the coffee, whether it's the fresh air, whatever it is, or just like getting lost. Like that's literally us rerouting. That's literally us going back home in a sense. And I can almost guarantee that's probably where you and I find most of our creativity, where we come up with a new product or a new service, or you get an idea to do something, or you have the urge because that's when we're quiet, right? Like that's when we're tapping in. That's when that is literally our meditation. Yeah. And it's It's not necessarily like just like, and that's the thing, like when people think meditation, they think, okay, well, you got to be laying down or you got to be sitting in a chair and you have to be quiet. You have to sit there. No distractions can like, no thoughts can be distracting you. Nothing. And if you mess up, like that's it. Where for us, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You finish. I just said, yeah, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, for us, it's, it's, we find stillness out in nature. We find that connection where it's like, okay, like, yeah, our thoughts are going, but they're clarifying what we're bringing to the surface, you know? And like, they're starting to kind of become subjects and, you know, subjects of the subjects and they're tearing off here and there. And, you know, and we have that clarity and then it's like, oh yeah, here's that idea. Or this is what I was trying to brainstorm or here's this pillar and that pillar. And, you know, like, I mean, I have clients that are blown away that I have, a service that I literally sold out of the first time I sold it because I, I created it in like 10 minutes because I was outside and I literally just jotted it down and I was like hey this is how this is gonna work <clears throat> and be, it's because you know like we're we're quiet we're still and it's just a different kind of stillness but that's how we work yep it's true and I think like I don't know I nature me with nature like you said probably I would say 50 to 60% of the products that I have created have been on road trips have been when, and, and when I say road trip, I mean like waking up in the morning and be like, I just want to go drive somewhere with yep. no like destination. Like, cause to me, all roads lead somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like they do, like no matter where you go, you're always going to come to some spot. And I think part of it too I get that like feeling is because I drove from Ontario to BC. Right. So I didn't take like, (laughs) 
people think that I was crazy because I didn't actually go through, like, I didn't drive like through Toronto and like, I didn't take that 401 all yeah. the way. Right. I went as far North Ontario, like Capuscasing, Timmins, and yes. I drove around right, you know, around Nipigon and then down to Thunder Bay. But you know how many small towns that I saw? Hundreds. Yep. Even though it was like you blink and you're through hundreds, but you know what? I wouldn't have known. I didn't even know my whole life. I lived there. Not once did I ever think what it looked like up there until I drove through Mm -hmm. and it was quiet. It was different. You didn't have the roads were empty. It was so, so peaceful. So I say to people like, just go drive. Like if you love driving, if you love being away from city, which I do, I'm not a city girl. I'm, I may have to stay in this. I may have to be in the city currently, <laughs> but if I could be in the country in the middle of nowhere, as long as I'm surrounded by a lake, <laughs> water, <laughs> like I, I say, I, I always say this, like, I'm pretty sure like later in my life, like when I'm like, you know, retired and and, you know, at my, that's when I'll be at my prime. I'm going to say that. It's, it's going to be my prime. <laughs> I'm going to be on the lake in a little boat with my tackle box and my fishing rod. <laughs> yep. That's where I'll be. I, I, and, and it's so funny that I love that, like, we kind of, like, geared towards the, the nature and the driving and everything because it literally reflects back to workplace and being an entrepreneur even if you work that nine to five it's literally about taking risks and getting uncomfortable and personal growth yep and and that's literally what it takes to be an entrepreneur nine to five or whatever like even if you want to stay in your nine to five you're still taking risks going there working for somebody else you're still you know taking risks whether you're working with customer service or if you're in the office whatever you're still risking it so you can either choose to risk it for yourself or you can risk it for somebody else whatever it looks like for you we each have our own different uncomfortable patterns and you know and it's whether you want to build your own patterns and break the paradigms or stay where you are and either or is fine but like get to it <laughs> right and you know what's crazy ashley is that if we actually think about it, right? You go to, say you go to your nine to five, right? We've been there. Right. We've had nine to five, yep. right? And, you know, we go in, say you go in for the interview, right? You have this number in your brain of the salary that you you feel you deserve, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they come back and say, oh, well, like this job, you know, it's, this is the starting, like blah, 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 right? It's like that lady right. from Charlie Brown, right? And- <laughs> Exactly. That's all I can so, get. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but the thing is, like, if, we, if we, we don't think outside the box in a sense, right? We think, okay, I'm working this nine to five job. I'm, I'm going to be making a minimum, say, let's say like 20 bucks. That's not even a lot anymore. An hour. No, it's right? not. Like, I don't even make that. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? But, but the thing is, right? Like, yep. that's the reality is we're, we're coming up to the, the fact that you need to be making a, a minimum of 20 bucks an hour to even support your life, right? Like that's yep. the sad part about it. Yep. But say, say you, you get a, you get the salary, 20 bucks an hour, right? And you're like, and you settle. That's the key word. You settle for that. Yep. You think that you, you have totally forgotten your worth, your experience, who you are as a human being when you settle for that, right? Yeah. But we settle for that 
because we feel, okay, well, if I say no, then I've got to go back out and I've got to go do the whole email, email my resume process, walk it in. Who knows if I'm going to get a call? So why not just settle, get this, sit within it, which is fine. However, you get comfortable. You, yep. you know what I mean? Like you get comfortable in that. And then you forget, you realize, or you don't realize that your salary is capped. Mm-hmm. You, you have no opportunity to make more. You make a certain amount an hour. You basically take home the same every single year. Right. Yep. And then when it comes to say entrepreneurship, what you make is endless. It's, it's, but the problem, but the problem that people forget is with entrepreneurship, you're the one who has to prove your worth. You're the one who has to, you're the one who has to push yourself because nobody's holding you accountable. Nobody, nobody, nobody's saying, oh, well, you forgot to punch out or you forgot to punch in. We're not getting paid that day. Right. There's a lot of days you don't get paid in entrepreneurship. And there's days where it's like, you're like, okay, well, I'm good for a month. You know, like it's, it's like this, there's more, it's, so it's, it's ebbs and flows. Right. And I've been reading a lot of, um, it's so funny. I used to read like, remember all like those fiction, like girly books, you know, yep. love stories and stuff. Yeah, sure. Like I'll tap into those every once in a while, but like my favorite reading <laughs> reading porn, we'll call it reading porn is, um, (laughs) is like the empowering books. So I was reading one. I picked one up, um, when I was back home seeing my family in the summer, I picked one up at the airport and it was called the 4% fix. And it was basically about talking about, we have 24 hours in a day. Right. And if we just gave ourselves an extra hour in the morning and wake up an extra hour earlier, and get things done, that's only 4% of your day. So it's like, wake up at 5.30 in the morning, work on yourself for an hour, whether that's writing for meditation, writing you know your thoughts for the day, writing down goals. You've given yourself that hour, just you in the quiet to focus on that. And then you can go about doing whatever it is you're going to do. But a lot Absolutely. of people don't, but a lot of people don't do that. A lot of, I, I mean, I don't do like, I don't do that until I read that book. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should start. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's so true. And, uh, you know, like, uh, like it's, it's that self-care, but it's also building on who you are. And again, you're, t- you're taking that risk for yourself and, you know, like going back to like the whole nine to five or being an entrepreneur, um, either way, like you're, you're letting society tell you what you're worth if you and I'm not saying I'm not knocking nine to five and I know neither are you but when we're saying like yes I'll settle for that twenty dollars yeah you're letting somebody else tell you your worth you're letting society you're letting the government the employee whoever tell you what you're worth exactly but when you're doing entrepreneurship you're letting yourself know what you're worth Mm -hmm. like you said and it's like okay so either way, you're going to find out your worth, whether it be through money or through clientele or anything like that. But it's a different kind of worth because you're you're telling yourself like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, like, yes, I'm going to put aside like any of my negative beliefs, my subconscious beliefs about 
whatever I felt I was worth before money wise, whether my family came from, you know, like maybe I have the mindset or like the subconscious belief that I'm not worthy of money because A, B, and C happened. But when you work through it, when you work through it as an entrepreneur, you're, you're letting go of those, those paradigms. You're letting go of those old belief patterns and everything. And you're saying no more, like, this is, this is me. This is what I'm worth. Whether it be, you know, it doesn't always show up in money. Sometimes it shows up in, okay, I just got, you know, five one-on-one clients, or I just sold five $200 products or whatever. Right. Like it's, it's there. And, you know, and, and it's that at the end of the day, it's that feel good feeling of like, yes, I know my worth and I'm allowed to either cap it or I can continue to strive for more. And yes, it's, it's a little bit harder to breathe when you're up there in the atmosphere and it's, you know, you have more to work towards, but at the same time, like you're there to accept that challenge. You're there to accept that growth. And like, you know, it's literally just choose your challenge, choose your level of growth, choose what you want to do, you know? Yeah, for sure. uh, And I think, I think the key, the key thing is, you know, be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yep. Right. Yep. And I said it better. yeah, like, I mean, it, for me, like for me, the way that I like build my life or have, I've kind of learned from my family. I, I, they've been my biggest lessons and, um, I've taken from them what I don't want to do what I don't want to be. (laughs) Um, and I mean, no, no, this isn't, this isn't shade on my family. I love my family. Um, however, like for me, it's, I, I didn't fit in, like I'm more ambitious, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm very ambitious as a human being and, and you know, and I, and I come from divorce. Um, so for me, it's, I wanted to build a life that I knew that, when the day comes when I have children, you know, and have a family, I know what I don't want to do. That's what I mean by when I said right. that. Yeah. Like it's, yes. it's, it's nope. kind of like in the same way. I want to build, I want to build a life. So that way my future children have something, whether that's, yep. whether that's Delia or whether that's, you know, other business ventures I may create up in this big brain of mine. Um, who knows, but it's, it's mostly just, I want to build a secure life for them and basically for myself where it's like, okay, I didn't have this growing up. So I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to do this how I would have loved to have lived in a way. Yep. And there's, right? there's the, there is that literally there's that ripple effect and there you are healing your inner child, whether you know it or not, you know what I mean? Like, because oh, for you're sure. giving yourself. Yep what you, what you crave, what you need. Right. And that way we're literally paving the pathway, whether it be for our own children, or like we said, giving others permission. And that's literally what it's about, whether it be in life, entrepreneurship, whatever. So like, and that's the thing, Ashley, like I could sit here and I could, I could be totally polar opposite where I'm just like, nope, blaming my family and my upbringing for everything that goes wrong in my life. Right. But, but the problem is, is that is, the absolute worst thing anybody can do because you're your own human being. You Mm -hmm. have every right. You have every aspect. Everything is at your, on your plate. It's just, you have to be willing to eat it and, and, and admit that you can change it. Like, like, that's the thing. Like, I know a lot of people who blame, you know, oh, well, this is what happened to me in my childhood. So this is why I am the way I am. But it's like, but you can change that. Yeah. 
turn your lessons into a blessing. Yeah. Like there's, there's ways around that. Like, don't get me wrong. There's times where I've used that excuse. I mean, I think yep. we all have because, because yep. we just want to, we just want to blame something. Right. Yep. Um, but taking a step back and being like, no, like I wouldn't be where I am today. If, if I left myself in that bubble, yeah. if I didn't, yeah. if, if I didn't Sorry, jump, ahead. if I didn't jump and if I didn't say I'm doing this my way and be so determined and persistent with everything in my life, this my life like this would not exist. And I'd be sitting in a, I'd be sitting in my comfort zone and I wouldn't have jumped. Yeah. It's so true. And right. Go ahead. No. And I, I, it's just, it's, it's mostly just, just paying attention to what you want. And it's not about what everybody else wants. It's not about, and it doesn't matter what everybody else wants. They're not living your life. They don't wake up in your bed. They don't wake up where you've got to make yourself coffee and shower. They're not with you in the shower. They're not with you having breakfast. They're not with you in the car ride. Those people who have opinions and who you feel will be talking you down, they don't know. So why does it matter what they think? And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of too, is they're afraid of what people think. And again, I've been there. I used to worry what other people would think of me. And I just, it finally got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. They don't like me. If they don't like me, don't like me. You don't want to talk to me? Don't talk to me. Like, I, I mean, I'm different. Like my mindset's different than, I don't know about you, but my mindset's a lot different now that I'm in my thirties than it was definitely in my twenties. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Like like being, being in my mid thirties now. Oh God. I can't believe I just said that. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) like I, there's a lot of things that I don't care about as much anymore. Like, I really have this feeling of like, I don't give a shit. Excuse my language. No, you're fine. Like I, I did. Oh, if I could go back to my 20 year old self, I would be, I would just tell her like, who freaking cares? Like, yep. who cares? Like, at the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. It's what you care about for yourself. Like, who you are. Like, when it comes down to it, as long as you like who you are, then by all means, fuck everybody else. Fuck everything else, you know? And Absolutely. It, it, it's true, you know? And, um, like, it, it, it's just, I was there. I worried about it. And now I'm like, like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, I, I can't stand this that it happened to me and this. And it's like, I, you know, like, I have... <laughs> people that went through very similar circumstances because you know like yeah sometimes we can relate to others and sometimes some of our situations are very similar but it's like all how we handle it and there's people like you said that sit there and say you know poor me poor this or like this happened to me and like you know this is my consequences for it but you have to realize like it's it's not life happening to you it's life life happening for you and when you change that mindset when you look at what you can do for yourself like you're the only imagination that you cap is what you put on yourself like when you say oh can I do this or can't I do this you're putting it on yourself whether it's a societal belief whether it's something your inner child dealt with whether you know whoever you heard it from or whatever you wherever you came with that mindset like it's up to you and that's the nice thing about like our subconscious mind that's the great thing about growth is that we can keep evolving and changing we're not meant to stay the same and you know 
and we have nobody else to thank but ourselves whether you're thanking yourself for staying on the hamster wheel or if you got tired of it and you want to hop off like that's that's your choice at the end of the day and you know I, I just think it's absolutely amazing that like both of us are here being like you know whether we're three years in six years in 16 years in we're here and we're saying no like no more and no more am I going to you know listen to what people have to say and if I am I'm gonna use it as fuel to my fire and light a fire under my ass and go for what I want you know oh for sure I mean yeah we're all gonna have um we're all gonna have moments where we you know we fall back and you know we just want to keep the peace and things so we'll just do things just to you know we're just to avoid like a fight or an argument like just like whatever but at the end of the day right it's it really is you, it, it, you are the only one who can save yourself and nobody, no, like nobody's going to come and save you. No such thing because nobody knows what you need. Nobody really knows what it is that you want. And if you're not willing to be vulnerable, you gotta be, you gotta be vulnerable. And I'm not talking about sitting there like, crying and I'm not saying talking about like all that stuff no vulnerable is like being like so straight so open just basically peel yourself back like a banana and say this is me good bad and ugly and it, it kind of it kind of goes alongside with like say entrepreneurship for example because it's like he people need to know like you said at the start People need to know the backstory. People need to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. People need to know, like, everything's not perfect. Yeah. But I think, again, society and social media has made it so easy for perfection to be yeah. in the forefront, right? Oh, and then, for sure. Right? And then compare comparisons come in. And that's where a lot of people kind of fall. And they start doubting themselves and they start picking themselves apart and they, they do feel fit like a failure because they're like, Oh, well, look at the, look at what these people are doing or look, but you know what? It's a snapshot. And it's true. It's not the real, real. And it's not like, it doesn't matter if somebody writes a book, somebody writes a novel, somebody Mm -hmm. has a skincare business and another person has a skincare business. Everybody has their own medicine. And everybody, even if it's the same thing, it's going to be different because it's you doing it and not somebody else. Yes. And you're going to be different from that person, whatever, whether you both grab organic products, whether you both, you know, work with the same client, whatever, it's going to be different because it's your unique experience providing the client or the customer with a unique experience. And that's what it comes down to. And, you know, like you like not to toot your horn or anything, but I'm going to (laughs) on your behalf. Um, But it's like, you're not just there to provide like skincare, you know, um, or sell a subscription box. You're there to have the person believe in themselves and say yes to themselves and say yes to personal growth and all that. It's, It's literally your name behind a brand and your person behind a brand and same with that person who's going nine to five. Are you going to be like an employee or are you going to put a name out there for yourself? You know, like you have the option and that's what it comes down to. Right. So I I think like, you know, like you built an empire and again, you, you know, you, you got there 
but you got there through being human and through showing your struggles and your personal growth and everything else and like you you knew when to call the shots and that's what makes it so powerful and like you said we both turned our crappy things that happened to us or things where we got bullied or whatever like you know for me like I'll, I'll never admit it but like not that my ex-husband listens but like I'm so thankful and as bad as it sounds like I'm not saying abuse is okay but I'm so thankful for the crap that I went through with him because that's when I was like I don't want to do this like I want my business and I want other people to believe in themselves too and I want them to believe that they can change who they are whether it be through a product or a service or whatever and cause a ripple effect and give themselves permission and everything and it starts with by giving ourselves permission for sure and like going back to the um the the topic of you know abuse or you know things like that like it doesn't matter whether it's a partner a friend family member like abuse is real and it's not just physical like it's emotional and it's verbal and I mean if I I was in that same position you know with um previous boyfriends I was in a long-term relationship and it it almost ruined me and if I would have just like focused solely on that and stayed within that pain and suffering like I would have sent myself into a deep, deep depression. Oh, for sure. And I would like, who knows where I would be, honestly. Yep. Like, yep. On, like okay. honestly, I wouldn't, I don't even know where I would be. Yep. And that's the sad, that's the sad part about it. Um, yep. Because we put, when we're so naive and we think, you know, we put all our energy and time and we become codependent in someone else. Right. So then yep. we, we forget to, we forget to take care of ourselves and <laughs> we do, we do because we're so busy taking care of someone else. We forget about ourselves and we yep. get lost and we think that's all we deserve, but it's not until like things fall apart. So like you said, it's a blessing. Like for me, it was a blessing too. And, yes. and I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself, but I also didn't, I also took the time um, to be single, to be on my own. And, and, um, I think for anybody, whether that's family relationships, friendship relationships, or even, um, um, romantic relationships, I think that the best thing you can do for yourself after a relationship breaks down is take time for yourself, be on your own. Be on your own, be as independent as you possibly can, build the life you want for you. Because at the end of the day, when you have when you have that foundation built, that's when real people come into your life. That's where mm-hmm. that's where real people see you for who you are, not what you have. Yep. If that makes sense. Because oh, absolutely. Because the thing is, there's a lot of people out there. There, it's easy. It's easy to sit there and say, "Oh, I, oh, I like you." When you know, when you're like so successful and you've got yep. money, and right. But it's the real ones that I feel are there when you've got nothing. Mm-hmm. When you're rock bottom, when you are sitting there, emotional, emotional mess. 
you're not sure where you're going, you don't know if you're making the right decisions, those people who are in your life are the ones worth like keeping in your life. Yep. Because they're going to be the ones who are going to celebrate you when you do succeed. That's so true. It's right? So true. It's, it's funny, like, if I was to look back and think of all the people that, you know, we go to school with, right? And, and we're supposedly, mm-hmm. like, friends with, right? Right. And we go off on our own and, and we're focused on ourselves. How many people really do we keep in our life that we were friends with back in school? Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, you might consider them acquaintances. You might say happy birthday to them. Right. But to really have deep conversations, Mm -hmm. like, right. To, to feel like there, no time has passed. Like Ash, when was the last time? When was the last time we really like saw each other? Yeah. Yeah. I know. know. Like 10 years ago. Yep. Probably. Mind you, you, I'm on the other side of the country, but at the same time, right. But a lot has happened in that 10 years Yeah, for both of us. You know, you, you got so married, true. you got married, you had Leviathan. And then of course you, you're now divorced, but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with yep. divorce. Um, but, and you're also in a different position, right? I mean, yep. I remember, okay. Okay. Ashley, like I remember <laughs> being, being in aesthetics in the program and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to put makeup on dead bodies. <laughs> And I did <laughs> for a while, <laughs> but I, I know it's so true. It's so true. And I was like, oh, okay, well, good to you because I could never. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and now look it's at so what true. you're doing. Now look at what you're doing, right? But we had big dreams. But I mean, look at me. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going to like own a spa, blah, blah, blah. Look what I'm not, I'm not even like I'm doing skincare, but I don't need the spa. I provide for the spa. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. So it's true. I think life is funny. And I think that, I mean, if anything, moving forward, I think for the next five years of my life, it's, it's mostly just being content with where I'm at. But also yes. being, oh, but also being open to so much possibility. Whether that's again, whether that's creating something else, whether that's going in a different direction, or whether it's like growing what I already have. Mm-hmm. I think that I, I think that's like the sweet spot where I'm at, and um, I'm kind of excited. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the possibility. my uh my inner nerd just got really excited because I'm like dude those are like the two top (laughs) things that you could like literally flirt with the universe and be like hey this is me manifesting because that's how you're like welcoming everything you're like hey I'm living in the moment I'm content but I'm also open to opportunity and however that shows up and I'm like girl you're gonna manifest so much like (laughs) and that's how you did it you know (laughs) but it's so true like you know um you have to be present and that's how you keep your head on, but you have to be open for opportunity, no matter what that looks like. And, you know, um, it's, it's not always sink or swim either, you know, like no. it, it's, it's preparing your sail. It's, you know, inviting people on your sailboat, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah. but also, you know, 
kicking crew members off if you don't need them anymore or or setting those boundaries and knowing how much water you can take on or whatever oh for sure and I think that's like I think that's the best part of my life now where I'm okay saying goodbye to people who don't want to be in my life yep like I actually like I'm okay with having a very small circle yep and and uh I'm I'm not one who needs, I don't, I'm not one who needs attention. I'm not one who needs to be, um, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like, I, I'm the one who's like, oh, you're looking at me? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like, what did I do wrong? You know, it's always like, what did I do wrong? Why are you looking at me? Like, what, what, do I have something on my face? But it's, it's kind of like, I would rather, I would rather have five close friends, you know, or, you know, people in my life, very important people and know that I can count on them at any point in time, then have 20 people who really at the end of the day, if you guys get together, do they really care what you're talking about? Yep. Probably not. Yep. Like I made a post, I, I found this post yesterday and I put it on my, um, my personal Instagram story. And it was, um, basically saying if you've ever was in a group of people and you were talking and telling them something, and then all of a sudden you just kind of went quiet. Cause you realized nobody was listening to you. Mm. You know what I mean? You know that, you know what I mean? Like yep. that happened, like that has happened. more than we think yeah and and we we don't think about it right we're just like oh but it's true or you're in a group um with people and you don't feel 100% welcome there right we we just we forget that we forget the whole concept of life in a sense where it's like less is more Mm, right because (laughs) right but but it's true because with so say social media for example take instagram for example i could care i could care less how many people follow me how many people i follow how many likes i get i could care less right yeah essentially i post what i post because a i liked that picture or it was a cool nature picture and i thought sure why not because you know why it's my photo album like yeah i just it's for me right Yep. And I felt, and if I post a freaking selfie of myself, it's because I felt good that day. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. It's not for everybody to googly googly over whatever. Yeah. Um, but the problem now is, is people are getting the validation out of how many people like their stuff and how many people follow them. And it's, it's actually oh God, quite yeah. sad. It's sad it because is. it's like you're defining yourself and your worth by these strangers who, who probably like just swipe up, just like swipe up. They don't actually really know you, right? It's a facade. It's a facade. You can be any character. You can be any character you want on social media. The same as texting. You can be any character you want. It's when you're in person. It's when you're in person, face-to-face, video chatting, FaceTiming. That's where the real, real human, humanness comes out. Yeah. It's an energetic exchange. Yep. For sure. And we forget, and and we forget what that emotional type of connection is because we're so solely focused on the wrong things, right? Like 
Like we think, oh, well, when it comes to sparks, for example, what does that even mean? Like, it's, it's not like electricity flies out of our heads to be like, boom, spark. No, I think it's, it's, it's chemistry, whether it's friendships, whether it's relationships, like you got to click with the person. Like if you're going to spend time with these people, like you have to be able to like be yourself, right? Feel transparent. Yeah. Like, and it's the same, like going into like work too, right? Like you want people to work for you who, or work with you who are on the same wavelength. Like you're not, you're not going to sit here and and have a one-on-one with somebody who's totally negative and who hates life. And (laughs) you know, you know how energy draining that is? Like, like it's, it's almost like, especially as an empathetic person, you're just like, oh my gosh, like now I need time to like pump my own tires back up to get to that positive because now I feel like I'm, I'm down the ladder in a way. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's being a human, just be real, be, be you. We all, we forget, we forget that, but we're also self-conscious, right? We're all, we're all so afraid what other people will think of us. Right. Yep. But really at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we can leave them with is no one cares. Like no one, it, it's literally what you care about yourself. And at the end of the day, like who cares what others have to think about you? It's, yep. it's literally what you care about yourself and what you bring to the table and how you love yourself. And if it's not meant for somebody else, it's not meant for them. And that's it. Yep. It's true. We can't, we can't have everybody like us. So who cares? <laughs> like, you know what no. I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And that's the thing, right? Like, I think, um, we just have to just focus on ourselves and do what's going to make us happy. And whether, and you know what, if, if it makes you happy to work a nine to five, honey, I support you. Yep. If you, if you want to go out on your own and you want to spend your, your last dollar in savings to start something with the potential it could fail, honey, I support you. Hell yeah! I will be behind you. I would be your cheerleader. I will. You can count on me. Like, I think that's the thing. It's you need to have those type of people in your life who will be there, whether you're failing or whether you're succeeding. Um, And it takes time to find those people. And when you do find those people, you don't freaking let them go. You know, not everybody's going to agree with you, but it's kind of, it's a special moment when you find like-minded people who get it. Right. And it took me a while. That's why we're here. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. It's taken me, it's taken me a long time. It's taken me a long time to find people who are like-minded like me. And I think that was one of my biggest challenges is I, I love talking about this kind of stuff. I love, I'm not a surface level talker. I'm not surface level thinker. Oh God, no, me neither. It drives me nuts. (laughs) I like, I, I have a very hard time with surface level because I want to know, like, for stuff. I want to know what you're, I want to know what you're thinking about certain things at certain times a day. Like, I want to know, like, what you, what you think about, you know, in your worst moments, what keeps you up at night? Like, I actually am that person where it's like, if things go wrong in life, where how are you going to pull yourself back up? Like, yep. 
it's, it's very hard to find people like that anymore who can actually have conversations like that with you and hold them and be interested in them. Right. (laughs) It's so, and it's so beautiful too, right? Like being that raw, realist form. And, you know, like you said, too much, too much surface level topics, you know, like, I mean, I'm the same way, like, sure if you want to tell me what you had for dinner that's great but but tell me why you use those spices tell me why you use those herbs in that dinner what flavors were you thinking like did you want to bring a feeling of warmth were you preparing for somebody else like you know if you're going to talk super superficial topics get down to it, make it deep you know yeah and and it's the same thing with your business right like get deep let's go like let's peel back those bananas well exactly right it's 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 easy for a company to be like oh here i've I've got this cleanser okay well what does that cleanser do what do those ingredients do why did you choose those right like it's it's deep level thinking it's with everything in life you have to be able to paint that vivid picture in your brain when somebody says a sentence to you oh there was a dog going up the hill you're, if you're a deep level thinker, you're going to imagine a dog physically going up that hill. You're going to actually see what the landscape looks like, what kind of dog that is. And you're going to paint that. You're, you're go- yeah, right. Like you're going to paint that picture for yourself. Like, and that's with everything. And I think that is the most healthiest state of mind to be in because you know what? For a creative person, that's how you're going to build the life that you want is if you yeah. can if you can vividly picture that in your brain, because then it's like, okay, I see it. I see that life. I see it. It's so close to me. I can build that life. Taste it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Taste it, see it. All the senses are activated at that point. So I think that, I think that's a special moment in life when you actually get there, when you see that. And, um, Another big thing is sacrifice. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't realize this is you sacrifice a lot when you're building a business and, and it's, it's sad in a way because you have to put things on the back burner. You have to put your life on pause in certain aspects. Um, however, when you get caught up and you can start, you know, letting, letting things start to flow back into your life again. That's where, you know, you appreciate the sacrifices, if that makes any sense. Oh, hundred percent already there. And I, I get it. Like, you know, that's where your boundaries come in play. (laughs) You know, that's where yes and no and everything else. And yeah, but all right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up and I appreciate everything that we bounced (laughs) off of each other. Like, that we got really deep and raw and that we branched out because why the hell not? Why not, yeah. you know, um, talk about road trips and talk about, you know, the challenges and how we're going to live our lives and, you know, future things and, and, and manifesting and everything else in between. Like, why not? Like, and I, um, I appreciate you so much being here catching up. I know it's been <laughs> quite some time rather than just chatting on social media, um, here and there but I appreciate you so much and I'm so thankful for your growth and just you as a person I, I think you're absolutely beautiful and I'm not just saying that to like you know make you kind of feel good about yourself I, I, I think it's because you deserve it so much and 
you do it so much for everybody else, you know, and uh, it's, it's easy to see Alicia. And I, like I said, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you sharing your medicine um, on a deeper level too. And not just, you know, um, talking about your brand, but living your brand too. So thank you. And thank you for sharing your mental health journey, your personal growth and everything in between. I, I appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you so much, Ashley. I appreciate you. And I'm so grateful that you, that we finally had the opportunity to do this. We've been talking about it for a while. So I, uh, I can't wait to do this again. Like I really would love yes, to do this again absolutely. with you and uh, make this a, a regular thing. Cause I mean, Hey, we get to catch up and we get to see each other. So why not make it, make something yes. out of it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. I, I love you. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you so much for joining me. I had such a delightful time as always. Even if this podcast episode only reaches one person, I know that my energy, my medicine, and my purpose has been served. You can definitely find me on Conscious Collective on Facebook and the group there is absolutely elevating for the conscious mind of empaths, highly sensitive people, and influencers. There you can find free value as well as just learning materials and a really tight-knit community. You can find me on Facebook under Leviathan's Co or on Instagram or Pinterest. And you can find me at www.leviathanscove.com. That's L-E-V-I-A-T-H-A-N-S-C-O-V-E.com. And there you can find all my shop products with pure, organic, beautifully handcrafted plant medicine products, programs, one-on-one coaching or mentoring, and so much more. Thank you as always. Love, light, and dark. Make sure that you embrace your body, elevate your mind, and enrich your soul.